Aloha and welcome back to Survivor Pile. Happy 2019. We're almost on to the year of the pig in February for the new Chinese New Year. So for the new year and since my last podcast, a lot of conversations have happened and I've also traveled out of Hawaii, way away from Hawaii. Um, to the East Coast and back into a land of more TIs. And since I'm also in the neighborhood of an old cult and the old programmers' stomping grounds for the CIA's infamous MKUltra program, I've been contemplating a lot, going through my own healing. Um, also trying to figure out what direction to take survivor pile in even as a pilot so I I had been inspired to try the podcast very shy about the podcast still and so it's still in pilot and experimental mode even this year and so here's what I'm going to share with you after other projects still need to be done. I still need to devise a complete, um, not opinion poll, but a public poll of knowledge um, for the targeted individuals, movement and group. I don't want that to be a waste of time. But I also want to create some interviews because I have this downtime and from all of the information sifting I've done over the past three years or more, listening to interviews, I've only heard some base information from a handful of the people being interviewed. And so I come up with a form that I can send to anybody who's interested in being interviewed, but I'm going to review it right here. Um, hopefully there are not too many triggers here, and I'm going to put it in a form so that uh, certain things like abuses or um, occult stuff is a checked box. And I want to keep it short so that you get an introduction and so that some of us can understand where the interviewee is coming from and then give you some time to maybe prepare, well not maybe prepare, but you should be prepared for a longer interview that could be, you know, the hour long or something. This is about 10 minutes of information for me to read off to you on this list so in that I'm also going to share a little of my own story but these are the things that I'm going to ask for if someone wants to do an interview just to introduce themselves and put a little distance between the personal story very very personal parts of your personal story um, and the information I have here so I'm going to start with name or alias you want to use I'm intergalactic my Twitter handle is Imperial News J I am 45 
so I'm from the mid-70s range of kids. My race, DNA, this is, this question is the third question, so after name, you're born or your age, approximate, um, if you don't want to give really detailed information there, your race, if you've had a gene test done ever, DNA test, and then your blood type, if you want to mention that at all. So race, I identify with being Asian. I'm haplo group B. I've had a DNA test. Uh, I have a 10 HVR1 mutations and is part of why I was chosen uh, for the program. Not that that's a great thing to be. Um, I, I have an unusual amount of mutations because of race mixing. Um, I do not have RH blood. I am an A positive, however, or what they call star seed. Um, and I'm also part Japanese, so that's in my nationality more so than my DNA because I'm equally spread 10%, it seems, across many different gene pools, which I could get into in itself. Um, so that's basically the first three questions. And then after those first three questions are three questions that I kind of group as a little bit more occultic. So the first one, if you know your astrological chart, or even if you've never had an astrological chart done, you can use an online free service. I think there might be one at astro.com or astrodentist.org or something like that, um, where you can plug in your own information. It should include your birthday, your time, your longitude, latitude, or town you were born in and just do a natal chart. So I'm looking for a stellium, not asking you month, day, whatever you were born in. Um, the stellium, if you look it up, it's spelled S-T-E-L-L-I-U-M, and it is, not not everybody's going to have this. It is uh, one of the houses that is planet heavy, meaning it probably has three or more planets in it. And so that's a really select thing in the chart itself. And I've met many people who are in the MKUltra program, including myself, my stelliums in Scorpio, um, that have the stellium in the natal chart. So you don't have to answer that if you don't want to. The other question that comes up in different circles, uh, if you're into the Sedona crowd, I think more people in the Sedona crowd know about this. Uh, I, that's American, not in the European system of occultism, where I think it's more common to know these things. Uh, so there's Arcturian, Syrian, Draconian, Pleiadian. So I'm a mix, I'm a blend of Arcturian, Syrian, Pleiadian, I found out on that path. And then if you were here for a certain mission, if you're one of the light workers, if you're an indigo, or in my case, I just, I guess, came here for Atlantis. I don't know. 
Um, but those three questions you can skip over or address if you would like to. Um, the stellium in the chart, though, is one of those things that I have found they try to use on MK Ultras. Who does that work when you're born? I don't know. So it's kind of reverse for me since I was born like that and it took me until I was in my 40s to find out that I had that and that's what that was called, a stellium. Um, if you have past lives that you remember, uh, that's another question or if you know who you were and want to discuss that in your past lives, just indicate in a couple sentences, maybe not get too involved. Um, also entities experienced if you had alien abduction, if you are sensitive to spiritual entities, um, perceive, you know, I, I have a lot of different perceptions on different levels. So I sometimes share those. Um, I've experienced tons of entities, uh, and then to add in your family, I might reverse the order of the family but family comes later who your family is your mom and dad if one of them was um you don't have to give a name a family name that's not what i'm looking for i'm looking for if one of them was in the u.s armed forces if your family's had a history in the armed forces um the list here is u.s armed forces cia doctors uh, MI5, MI6, IRA, IRA, there's a lot of IRA around Philadelphia area. There used to be newspapers out. Um, I've even met people who have written entire books on the IRA. So um, that is probably more prominent than the others, aside from the U.S. Uh, Armed Forces and CIA here in the United States or uh, some involvement in white supremacy or a human rights movement that's more historic. Another question will be uh, if you know your MK Ultra program name that you were involved in, uh, if that exists for you, if you're MyLabs, uh, so paperclip, door, mouse, artichoke, and how you know, um, whether it was a memory from being told or from having an experience with a handler that you were later able to identify. Um, for me, I figured out it was Stargate and uh, the protocol that was used on me that I first discovered matched my life to a T. In fact, um, it was called the Alice Protocol to bring out a vigilante personality in me which I did in my college days. I was very active liberator. So um, I found out where that came from. And my handler experience, I woke up one day when I was a young kid to my handler programming a beta altar on me. And they asked me if I was awake and I pretended to be asleep, but managed to kind of snafu part of my programming as I found out much later and about 20 years later I met Dr. Joel Elks who is John Hopkins doctor and on the MK Ultra program I met him while I was summoned to his then girlfriend later his wife 
um, last wife's home and uh, stayed with her while he also observed me. Um, so that was my one of my handler, two of my handler experiences. Um, also, another grouping of uh, I'm going to put boxes on this. So if you DM me, I'll put boxes for you to either check off or you can just write generally the abuse type um, occult abuse um, like if you had coffin programming I met somebody <laughs> and we we both woke up one day and we were both sleeping like we were in coffins um, I've had a lot of coffin programming stuff come up in my life um, as far as the occult abuse goes and we acknowledge it and let it go because there's not much I can do to change it I just there though um so occult abuse it can include programming electroshocks i know a lot of the older mk ultras than me uh, i'm a gen xer so we're talking like older than me up to my dad's age or older than him are going to have different forms of occult abuse that they were subject to maybe it was the nuns you know at a sisters of mercy school like my father's um it might it's going to be different for each person i think i'm not going to get into talking about what i went through but it's a pretty long lengthy list over decades and it does include being abducted and many other things uh, also general abuse um, since most people are looking for the phenomenal stories of being one of the saved kids you know rescued by military not all of us were in that uh, we, we weren't targeted in that format I mean, this is more for MK ultra mind control programs um, some of us were like myself I grew up in a normal home, but I was rarely home. I was dropped off at other places in my neighborhood surrounding the cult called the Rosicrucians, which is A-M-O-R-C, um, that is there. And so you can kind of figure out where I grew up, but I was dropped off at different uh, handlers and members' homes uh, late at night because my mom was taken away. Again, I'm part Japanese, so my mom was, I don't know where, for a number of years, to be honest. And I was told she was dead at one point. But then they did bring her back to the home, and I had a hard time accepting her. So, um, for my general abuse, like, it, it changed from me being dropped off at handlers or a cult members, whoever they were. Um, and these were like homes of people who were executives at Bethlehem Steel and that kind of thing. So my general abuse is very different from somebody who was a rescue. And then uh, they had altered my mother tremendously. My, my uh, handler says they destroyed her. Um, she had probably unnecessary surgery that mimics Nazi experimentation, mind control, and she does have the scars for it. But um, she flipped on to the Alice Protocol and uh, 
instigating that in my life. So I had daily regimens of abuse that were not punishment. So that means that no matter what I did, whether it was right or wrong, I was abused every single day. And there was no end to it. So the no cry altars and all of those things were also... Um, Pennsylvania State says that they were entitled to do that because I was also a dual national, uh, not just the, of the United States, but of Japan. And my parents handled uh, some ATS type of information that I actually was around when I was a child. So um, it, I, I can't fight them legally, so I do this instead. I, uh, now, podcast and put my story out there kind of as a warning to other people who are looking at moving into the United States. Um, But my general abuse was daily, every day, until I left here. And then it changed form when I got to college, which was a private boarding school, basically. Uh, And I did not have a good time. Uh, it was not a good time when I got there and it was my step into either committing suicide or being a vigilante to survive the continued abuse and I went vigilante liberator in order to survive being at that private college boarding school I couldn't change my living situation easily and my parents my handlers (laughs) weren't supporting that so um they feel that they legally found every loophole to get through and don't owe me anything not even an apology um there's no extortion here they're just simply if they did get paid for doing that to me i don't know um but they have they did not pay for my college most of my college they did not pay for either um so it's a very different format for me what my general abuse was and it included financial abuse because I did have some handlers who wanted me to be successful and self-sufficient since I also am lacking a family in the United States at least a supportive family so uh mine goes all the way through into my 30s and 40s. Uh, The last handler I was that I know I was in touch with was a U.S. Secret Service agent and uh, I won't even get into that story at this point. I believe he was a U.S. Secret Service agent. There was a lot of hush-hush. I I was asked to get a TRO on him while I stayed with some other people who had issues with him. Separately, um, the military came and woke me up at six o'clock in the morning to uh, interview all of us as well. And there was some some form of military intel investigation that happened. So that um, was not prompted by me. It, It happened and Anyway, I don't think it's over yet, but uh, I did get away from that, and I think he was pushed out of his position. 
And then the other thing is psychotronic dreams, uh, repeat dreams, and then the technology piece. If you're going to want to interview, so my part, like, uh, I'll get into that part of my story later, but as a child, I was, I was put through the protocol after my mom returned regularly. So this was maybe when I was five, it was later than when I was five. I had repeat nightmares since I was five and um, they got more and more intense after age seven to being um, alien invasion scenarios, um, complete shutdowns of towns. Um, I remember those were two of the things uh, that they used in ice cream shop as an incubator or something. That was one of the more... Uh, not believable things out of the programming. Uh, the other things were military Marine Corps training drills that were that put me in eminent fear and danger of people shooting at me with their uh, military issued weapons. So I had to learn a different skill set, which I will call quantuming. Um, as I've discussed with other MK Ultras, um, when I've told them about those dreams in the past, and I mean, this was like over the past 10 years, I've had private conversations. So I've told people like, this is what I used to dream. They've confirmed it's military, military training. I was put through with psychotronics probably, um, as well as I was forced to quantum. So aside from soul flight, I was also learning how to quantum and manipulate things on a different level. So that's the kind of thing I'm looking for when we get to psychotronic dreams, or if it's like the kind of stuff that I was tweeting from Hawaii, where I was just getting downloads, visuals, or uh, complete understanding of how something's thinking, whether it was AI. Um, the most recent one being the smart guillotine. I had a post, a tweet I made in September 15th, mid-September of 2017. And I was sifting through information. There was a FEMA smart guillotine that someone described. Um, and he described how it went through the person to kill them. It's not a guillotine like you think of old-fashioned guillotine. And his description matched what I didn't want to say in my tweet because I felt I'd be teaching people how to kill someone. So how this machine kills matches what I was experiencing. So I think that machine has AI in it unless there was some other actual consciousness involved. Um... So those are the types of things, because I also know people have been having some weird dreams, even if it's not that intense, like the stuff I've been exposed to. Um, and I have to, I meditate a lot. So I meditate and I know what my frequency is and what my intentions are. So when these things come at me, these frequencies, they project at me, I'm able to say, no, that is not my thought that's a thought that's not welcome here and if it keeps continuing I realize that it's bleeding through to me in, in a way 
in a way that's not natural. So I know the North Shore, I heard at coffee shops, people were having weird dreams. And I know there was entrainment up there coming off of some of the towers. I know what I was going through, but I don't know exactly what those weird dreams are that people are having. Or if you want to unpack some of what you can remember, if you can remember it, if you can bring back those dreams into verbal form so we can hear about them, that would be great. So, um, those are my questions before it gets much longer and ideally 30 minutes to 45 minutes tops on an interview. I'm looking for 26 minutes if we could do it that way. And, uh, so I've shared a little bit about me here on the new year and tell me what you think. DM me at, I'm intergalactic at Imperial News J. So you can find me with the hashtag of Strategic Minerals Alliance also. So I'm putting this out for the new year and give me your feedback. Thank you. Anyway, Survivor Pile out. (laughs) 